You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. The meeting of the Inner Circle is always intended to give us another opportunity to get real about who we are, where we are, why we are, and to come to that point and place where we're exalting a full life's urge, to come to that space within ourselves where it matters to us how we're showing up and that we are showing up. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are using your radio apps and phones towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. I am so very grateful and so very thankful for all of you who, who do stay up to listen, who make it your business to be present, because it matters what you're listening to. It matters that you are getting the support and the inspiration, the motivation, not just the information, because there is so much information. Some people are on an information overload, and after a while it becomes mind clutter because you are in the mix of having so much information that you are still not exalting a full life's urge and doing that which is truly in your own best interest. And that's where we are right now, because being under a pandemic that is sickness, illness, and disease as a result of being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, it is affecting everybody's life. And to come to a point and place where it matters to us that we will no longer be complicit and complacent with our own cellular oppression and that we are making it our business on a daily basis to do truly what is going to be cellularly liberating in hydrating oxygenating, mineralizing, and opening up all channels of elimination so that these body temples can be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses are completely enthroned, re-enthroned in our temples. And it matters that we care to do it because the bottom line is that if you can't think about it, if it's not on your mind, and you are focusing so much time and energy on having jobs and having money and spending money and doing whatever the hell you want to do, and you think that that is the degrees of freedom, that we should be exalting our free will to do whatever we want to do, regardless of whether it's in our best interest or not. And so where we are requires us to have a care to do that which is truly life-enhancing, life exalting to do that which is going to allow us to qualify our lives for continuance in existence as a result of being under the auspices of those who have already been disqualified for continuance in existence as a result of their murderous, capitalizing, bastardizing, usurping ways. We are in a now moment that requires us to rise as a global family, to come to a point and place where we will respect the right of all beings, to have the right to their lives, and to be in a space mentally and spiritually where we are caring to be whole. And in that wholeness, we're acknowledging the oneness of existence and exalting the commonality with each and every beat of our hearts 
to understand that there is one absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone, everywhere, including our animals. And for our global population to be guilty of supporting the violation and the annihilation of over 30, 40 billion creatures on an annual basis, to understand that this is what is sinking this ship. This now moment of eternity requires us to really consider and contemplate and be mindful of dwelling in the reality of eternity already so that we step off that path of adulteration, the path of death, that mindset that has us thinking that we're supposed to be dying, that death is the culmination, the finality, the destiny, the fate, and the eventuality of everybody. But if we remember to consider and to contemplate that which is the absolute truth of dwelling in the reality of this absolute and supreme presence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, to come to that space within our minds with each beat of our heart and every breath that we take, that we are absolutely divinely designed and designed divinely, and that as the earth is consistently regenerating, our cells should be consistently regenerating. But it cannot happen when we are consistently consuming that which rots, decays, and decomposes. It's completely indigestible in our systems, and it is creating toxicity, gas, and all manners of sludge that becomes the bloodstream. Our spirit is charged upon our blood, and it is the condition of the blood that lays foundation for the quality of our thoughts. And so, mind you, that when you have those who are feeding off of the flesh of pigs and the flesh of cows and the flesh of turkeys and the flesh of chickens and then the flesh of fish and crayfish and lobster and whatnot, then you have a lot of decay and decomposition that goes on. But in that decay and decomposition, you have the proliferation of bacteria and organisms and worms and parasites that help to break that flesh down because our bodies are 80% water just like the earth is 80% water. And in order for us to really extract any nutrients from a thing, we have to chew it, we have to masticate it. The digestive starts in the mouth with the salivation so that the enzymes that are being produced by protein-laden foods has to be acidic. And for that which is carbohydrate, then you have the alkalinity. But they neutralize each other, and so we have been taught to have breakfast with cereals and cow's milk and aborted fetuses and sausage and bacon and hash browns and all of this. And all of this, it cannot really be digested. And so over 10, 15, 20, 30 years of that, then you see all of the bloated bellies. You see all of the excess weight. 
which is excess waste in the system. It poisons our bloodstream. It interferes with our capacity to truly think, to be in a place and space where we're able to hold the light of supreme intelligence that we each have been given upon whatever to come to know it, to realize that everything that we see is as a result of what has been imaged in somebody's mind. But to come to a point where we are only exalting the lies and the delusions of somebody else's culture, a culture that is a death culture, puts us in a position where those of us who really care, we have to be able to outthink this. And our certification, licensing, and degreeing has not necessarily facilitated our capacity to outthink a system that erroneously and delusionally feels as though it can prosper when it works towards the detriment of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, and every hue of people. And so our daily due diligence has to be in exalting a full life's urge to come to a point and place where we are no nonsense and no compromise about the integrity of how we will stand in this life as men, the progenitor of lineages, as wound men, the perpetuator of lineages, and to come to a point and place where it matters to us that we will honor and glorify the lineages that we have come through that we will consciously care to get to the essence of ourselves as light bearers and light beings, as those who should have, have the virtue of character that is consistent with who we are as the children of that entity that we refer to as God. But the desire for wholeness and the desire for godliness and the desire for righteousness has to become passion for us under a system that perpetuates degradation, violation, molestation, rape, incarceration. You understand that we have all of this distortion and the religions support us in dwelling in the valley of the shadow of death and dwelling in the shadow of the valley of death when we are already immersed in the reality of eternity. And so our work right now is to be completely cleared and cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, so that we are able to be revitalized and revivified to stand as a resurrected people. Everywhere that we are, it is a need that the world has for us, that the earth has for us. And to differentiate between the world and the earth, the world is that mental sphere that has been created through the politics and government and religion and business where we are always spouting the things that we've been heard that we've heard over time but to come to a point where we are accepting that in each now moment we have the opportunity to be in a direct line of light with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and to come under the auspices of our souls. To understand that there are no institutions that have rightly oriented us in terms of the exaltation of a full life's urge as that which is foundational. Our education should have supported us in that. Our religious training should have supported us in that. All business should support life itself. But when 
the business of creating sickness, illness, disease, and death has become multi-trillion dollar economy, then understand that you're dealing with a people who will soon cease to exist because the law is exacting and nobody can circumvent the devastation that is coming as a result of those ones being the legislators and the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. Now, we have the opportunity to step out of it. And that's what's needed, that everyone should come to that point in place where it matters to us that we are literally exalting life. It matters to us that we are doing the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, that we are reversing the AIDS, the cancer, the diabetes, and all of the other issues that have crystallized in our tissues and put us in a place where we are in the consistent state of disease and imbalance. Being mindful of the divinity of existence is a necessity so that we are not disenchanted and overwhelmed with the degradation of the world. And sometimes we have to separate ourselves from those that we love when they're not loving themselves and they're not truly supporting you loving you either. And it's all right, because in order for you and in order for us to get properly aligned with life itself, sometimes you've got to pull away from the crowd. You've got to come out the clubs. You have to be in a place where you are willing to do differently from, from that which you have done as a result of being under the thing, the thought that in order for us to be grown, we have to be adulterated. You understand, adult is short for adulterated, no longer what the creator intended. So as we were coming up, when we were little, they had the candy cigarettes, they had the apple beer, they had things that children, that were marketed to children so that children could pretend and play like we were grown up because our parents were doing these things. They were smoking, they were drinking. You understand, we would go behind them and get their little cigarettes and the, the you know, I'm just saying is that adulteration has been the foundation of us. And in order for us to step out of the dis-ease, then we have to consciously remember that we dwell in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It beats our heart, it breathes us, it sees through every eye. And that the absolute reality of existence is beyond all of the religions, it's beyond all of the gods and all of the names of the gods that we can call and all of those whose names we cannot call that are goddesses and lords and lordesses and saints and saviors and angels and gurus and mazis and nizis and the knowing ones that we are in a place and space where we each have duty, obligation and responsibility to realign ourselves with the divinity of existence and to consciously care, to have the wherewithal, the consistent application unto life itself. And sometimes you can go through the scriptures and you can read books and you can get insight and you can be inspired, but it is still by virtue of what you do every day within the privacy of your own temple, how you're thinking, what's going on within you 
that lays a foundation for whether you are truly honoring yourself. But to come to that space and place now where we are willing to step completely off the path of adulteration, because step completely off the path of death, onto the path of eternal life, everlasting life, to realize that the consciousness that dwells in the temple is going to influence the functioning of the, of the chemistry of the body. Influence and infuse the cells with the thought and the energy and the emotion and the desire and the passion and the fear, whatever it is that we are feeling intensely, our cells are being programmed with that frequency and energy. And so when you've been diagnosed with something and fear sets in, as long as you are in the fear, then you have to come to a point where you are willing to do whatever it takes to exalt a full faith in knowing that whatever the diagnosis, it's reversible. That you are able to accept that you are divinely designed and all you have to do is come to a point within yourself where you will facilitate your daily clearing, cleansing, and purification because your body is already intelligent enough to know what it needs to do. We have to stop undermining it and begin to facilitate the processes of the clearing, the cleansing, the oxygenation, the mineralization, the hydration, and opening up all channels of elimination so that we are able to create a clean bloodstream. Your heart would never attack you. The heart attacks because there is so much sludge built up along the arteries and the veins and the blood vessels and the capillaries to the degree to which the amount of space that the blood has to flow is just consistently minimized. And being in a point and place where you are consuming so much mucus-producing foods, all of your carbs, your rice, your potatoes, your oatmeal, your breakfasts, your cheese, your eggs, your dairy, your ice cream, and all of this, it blocks and obstructs your ability to truly breathe. And after a while, after 30, 40, 50 years of that, we see the people dragging their oxygen tents around with them, oxygen tanks. And so I'm just saying is that we have to realize that the body is water and air and spirit and light. And just as the sun is consistently blazing and the earth is consistently spinning and we are all in motion throughout the cosmic, with each and every breath, we should be renewing, rebirthing, regenerating, rejuvenating, revitalizing. But it requires us to get to that place and space where we're willing to do the cleansing. We're willing to affirm the truth. We're willing to exalt and acknowledge that there is absolute reality that man has nothing to do with but to ignore the absolute reality and absolute law and focus so much on the legalities, the statutes, and the things of the games of agreement that men create. 
and then not be conscientious and caring and loving enough, respectful enough of the divinity of your own being means that there's nothing that you can create except discord and chaos. Because the order starts with the intelligence of existence itself. And our wanting, caring, desiring, asking, knocking, seeking, embracing, treasuring, cherishing, expressing our thanksgiving, our gratitude for the gift of life and to know that money is not greater than our breath and our heartbeat. And that for whatever amount of money we have, or the access, none of it is greater than one breath or one beat of our hearts. And that our real wealth starts with the acknowledgement of the truth of self, the divinity of being. To be in that mindset where it really matters to us to truly matter in this now moment, that it really matters that we are laying a greater foundation for our children, that we are cultivating them consciously, caringly, consistently, nourishing, nurturing, facilitating their greater good because we refuse to poison them and to realize that a society that poisons their children or a society that is destined to die and that all of the chemicals and all of the colorings and all of the sugar and all of the stuff that is in the candy and all of the things that are right there at eye level and able for these two and three and four year olds to reach it and say, Mommy, I want this. You understand? We have to stop this and no longer participate with it. Bring your children up on fresh food and water and, and love and exercise and, out, and being out in nature itself as opposed to being in front of the video games, practicing the pleasure of killing. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to exalt a full life's urge to be qualified for continuance in existence, to come to a point where we are truly being centered in that which is the truth of ourselves and to understand that there is no peace without love. That peace is literally accomplished love. And love is the harmony of truth. And the truth is that we each of these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal, it is absolute divinity. And it fills all spaces. It is all pervasive. There is nowhere where it is not. Our caring to walk in the integrity of the truth of ourselves has to become foundational for us. It has to become that which inspires us and motivates us to exalt a fuller and fuller life's urge to come to that place and space where we will respect the right of other ones to have the right to their lives and that we are consciously asking, knocking, seeking, cultivating, developing our ourselves and understanding that we are on the planet to be able to master this realm so that we are the master of our own destiny. 
and that the destiny is the greatest thing that we can do by virtue of our talent, skills, and abilities and what is needed in our now moment. But where we do not have the love and we do not have the care to exalt a full effort, a full life's urge, where we do not care to be able to respond correctly and directly to what is ours to do in this now moment under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide to realize that we're being warred against and it absolutely affects everybody, regardless of what hue, and to come to a point and place where we will do nothing to undermine ourselves. That is the first line of defense when we're being warred against. Do nothing to undermine yourselves and to do everything to facilitate the cellular liberation by clearing, cleansing, purifying, hydrating, oxygenating, consciously caring to forgive, release, let go of the resentments, the frustration the memories of the violation. Many of us have endured the degradation, the violation, the adulteration of our parents and our grandparents and all of those who were in their company. Many of us did the best we could as children. Many of us had happy childhoods and many of us were able to emerge with some sense of ourselves. But when we realize that it takes a conscious intention to be greater, than the ones that we've come through. And where we can accept their greatness and to understand that greatness is in the lineage, but there's distortion and dysfunction and alcoholism and degradation and all of this other stuff that's in the lineage, then we have to be very mindful of what we are intentionally invoking and to consciously, intensely, intentionally invoke the greatness of the lineages that we represent, but to come to that point and place and space, we will declare the reality of that that we actually are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent, that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It fills all spaces. It's all pervasive. There is nowhere it is not. It beats our heart. It breathes us. But in order for us to be in, to, in the integrity of that, then we have to be completely cleared, cleansed, and purified from the adulteration, the inebriation, the stupefaction, from the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar, the dairy, the meat, the chicken, the fish. It is not food for us. And if it was true that we could truly eat this and this is what we were designed to eat, then there would be no sickness, illness, and disease. But all of that creates so much acidity and so much toxicity that it inhibits the cell's regeneration.
and creates the cancer and the autoimmune issues. And I'm just saying that we must remember that we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And that absolute and supreme intelligence does not die. We're already in the realm of eternity. We should not be dying at all. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you so much for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are using your phones and radio apps towards your greatest good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you for your consistency over time. And I can only pray that you are ever more inspired and motivated to go deeper, to reach higher, to get into the light and the truth of the divinity of your own being because we are immersed in nothing but divinity and supported in ignoring it, disregarding it, not understanding how to be attuned with it and unto it. And so I'm very grateful for every opportunity I have to come before these airwaves and thank all of those who were the founders and all of the volunteers and our staff with WRFG that makes sure that we are broadcasting 24 hours, seven days a week with 100,000 watts of community power. We're living in a day and time that is calling each of us to rise, to rise in the fullness of ourselves, consciously caring to liberate ourselves, being influenced and having been negatively impacted mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, psychically, financially, by an initiative that is a global initiative in the spread of capitalism and democracy, free trade, free enterprise, which is genocide and divisiveness. So that each individual expression of the light of God, the truth of God, the peace of God, the poise of God that is manifesting as our own reality, as these points of it in these temples is being oppressed and suppressed, depressed, so that we are not vivid in our own self-expression as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence that is supremely present and supremely intelligent. Our embracing 
the reality that there is absolute love, light, wisdom, and truth that we can take into our own hearts, minds, and spirits, that we can truly consciously cultivate that core of divinity that is the essence and the truth of ourselves so that we are able to literally step off the path of adulteration where we are no longer able to function intelligently because of the shame, the game, the blame, the indiscretions, the weight of the guilt and all of the things that we've experienced and we've perpetrated and the trespasses upon us. So as we're asking and knocking and seeking to be cleared and cleansed from all of it, then we have an hand. We have a hand in our own liberation. Liberation meaning coming to that place and space where the intelligence of our being has been completely free to function as intelligence does. Always in its own best interest, always in the best interest of the whole, always promoting wholeness, kindness, virtue, compassion, empathy. Having an understanding and an understanding that that we are all standing in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And having the capacity to stand as these points of presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And to not envy anyone else their gifts, but to consciously care, to cultivate our own gifts so that there is a complement and a balance between us and what we are each here to gift to the world wherever we are we are influencing or being influenced by we are responding consciously or not reacting and having the ability to be proactive in reversing the issues that are crystallizing in our tissues as a result of being under the corporate entities and deities of death that are perpetuating their products for profit through the commercialism and the sublimation and advertising and the chemicals that are the flavor enhancers, the colors, the preservatives that are in the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, plus the antibiotics, the hormones, and whatnot, and all of these things. Nobody can guesstimate or estimate how deeply they impact and affect the human consciousness impacting and affecting our choices, our lusts, our passions, our capacity for true thinking, for faith and our confidence, and to have an understanding and an understanding that there is nothing but divinity that is existence itself, and there is order and there is law. And our greatest leverage comes when we care to be harmonious with life itself. 
consistently giving, receiving, taking forward, and having an understanding and an understanding that we're here to graduate the class of Earth Residency. We're here to apply ourselves wholeheartedly towards harmonizing with the light and the truth of the all that we each are. We're here to master ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, our discipline that is foundation for discipleship. And I know that many of us, particularly here in the States, are not concerned about being disciples. Not disciples of any one person, but disciples of light and love and wisdom and truth, which would mean that we would be open and receptive to receive light, love, wisdom and truth for every, from everybody because everybody is a gift from the absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone. And so having the opportunity to embrace the divinity of existence, to have all of the veils of, of doctrine and illusion and scripturality and whatnot removed so that we can understand the integrity of our spiritual essence, that our nature is not sinful, but that the sinfulness has been perpetuated and facilitated through the defilement of the blood. And our spirits are like vapor charged upon the blood within these body temples. And all over the world, men have built temples unto whatever deities or gods. But the greatest temple we have is the one that we dwell in as these parts of an absolute and supreme intelligence that our bodies are the temples and the skeletal is the cross that we each bear. And coming to a place and space where we will honor ourselves more than the polished wood, metal, and stone, honor ourselves more than the things, honor ourselves, and be ever more enthusiastic about developing and cultivating the truth of ourselves, the light of ourselves, the peace, the poise, the power, the potency, the integrity, the high ethic the creativity, the mastery, to be even more enthusiastic about cultivating the virtues of character that give us the consistent alignment and attunement to our guides and guardians and angels and allow us to walk and live and love under the auspices of our souls. To want that and to see the value of that more than the money. And so seeing and realizing that there are those who will do anything for money, but because they don't understand the value of life and the value of nature and the value of the diversity of humanity and they will consistently and continuously hire 
educate and hire and produce things that are detrimental. And so as more and more of us come to a point and place where we care to literally raise completely up, as more and more of us consciously care to go deeper, to reach higher, to be in the integrity of our own authenticity, and to know that that path is a path that requires us to really shed our pain, our disdain, our resentments, our anger, our madness, our frustration, our pissation, to come to a point and place where we can get freed up from it all, to embrace the divinity of it all, and to know that the individual, male, female, both and neither, many of us are having those experiences to literally have an understanding with who and what we are as spirits in these bodies, male, female, both and neither. But to be really cognizant, conscious, conscientious, caring, committed, to the laws that govern us gives us leverage over the lawlessness, over the sinfulness, over the depths and degrees of imbalances and dis-ease so that we can come back to balance and ease, which is the peace that we can experience as our day-to-day reality regardless of situations and circumstances. Because we know that who we are and what we are and why we are is greater than the things that we have or the accounts. Because there is an accounting that is happening, a surveillance that is happening upon the planet. There are administering intelligences that see everything. And we're having the opportunity of literally harmonizing with the divinity of existence itself. And to see ourselves whole, claim ourselves whole. And to be in a place where our talent, skills, and abilities are completely activated in the perpetuation of wholeness, not holiness, but wholeness. And in light of society's education, religious training, cultures that support us in inebriation, intoxication, Cellular oppression, violation, violence, usurpation, devastation. You understand? Because we are one with everything. And to be in a place where we are not respecting the right of other beings to have the right to their lives. Being in a place where we as a global populace are supporting the annihilation, the subjugation, the domination, the usurpation of billions of animals annually. Then what we do unto others is being done unto us. 
And I know that many people just anticipate, or I, I won't even say they anticipate it. I, I, you know, they've come to believe in death, believe that we're supposed to die. Now, the conceptualization of what death is or the truth of what death is, is not something that we've definitely really gotten a grip about because it's all speculation and there is the reality of the truth that as spirits and energy is neither created nor destroyed it merely transforms and it's becoming more uh, common knowledge or at least heard that the spirit doesn't die Or the soul doesn't die now. The differentiation between the spirit and the soul. And the individual. And a life that is lived in consistent contempt of life. A life that is lived in violation, inebriation, intoxication. A life that is lived ignoring the laws that govern oneself. A life that is lived in, in denying the truth of itself. And in, in preferring to be out of alignment with that which beats one's heart and breathes one and the life of one who exalts a full effort and a full life's urge and loves every atom and every cell of their being to the degree to which they are consciously caring not to do anything to undermine themselves who are able to embrace and see the oneness of existence and the multiplicity of diversity as cosmic conformity you understand we're looking at two different lives and you're looking at two different ways of leaving. Leaving as a dead person is not the same as leaving as a conscious immortal. Living as a dead person is not the same as living as a conscious immortal. The issue is we're having the opportunity to choose the quality of life and the quality of beings and the quality of experiences that we will have here that lay foundation for what we will experience after we leave here on the other side, as people say. And because we are steeped in so much speculation, opinions and theories, then it matters that we care to know the truth, to seek the truth, to harmonize ourselves with the truth as a way of alleviating the pain, the disdain, the sickness, the illness, the disease, when you know within every fiber of your being that you at this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence and there is a right way to live your life so that you are not creating sickness, illness, and disease and you care to live that life where you are reversing whatever issues that may have accumulated and concentrated and crystallizing in your tissues as a result of the way that we were all brought forward. Now 
And it matters because you don't know the pain and the suffering that you may experience as a part of that process that you have accepted as death. And some people are fortunate that they don't have any suffering, any pain. They just go. And we're coming into the knowledge of more and more ones who are living over a hundred, still able to take care of themselves and whatnot. Because really, when we look at the divinity of existence and we accept the divinity of existence and understand that we're breatharian first, we're not human feeders and human eaters. You understand people are identifying themselves based upon what they eat now as opposed to who we actually are as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. That is the truth of all of us. That is what is the highest and lowest common denominator between us. And as we were told to love our mother, father, creator, God, that which beats our hearts and breathes us, that which is the intelligence of existence, that which is the authority of existence, that which is causation for our being directly, that which is our source, that maintainer and sustainer of us, to be in a place and space where we disregard it, disrespect it, disobey it. It creates hardship. Until we come to a point and place where we will reverence and appreciating count our blessings and allow everything to benefit us to the degree to which we become better, we become more focused, we become more disciplined, we become more of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. We're in a now moment of eternity where we are facing every day the consequences of choices that we're making. And to have so many ones still steeped in the traditions of those who are murderers, liars, and thieves, bastardizers, and usurpers. Those who would continue to support the corporate entities and deities of death who serve death. that now we have to begin to create new days or days of wholeness where we will no longer participate in it. And no matter how much fun we think we're having anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating and eating ourselves to death, that which has no life force, no substance, creating more acidity and toxicity and mucus and problems. You understand, no matter how much you love it, it is no fun to have your organs shutting down. No fun to have to have emergency surgeries because your appendix is about to burst or your gallbladder or your liver or you understand I'm just saying is we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence and we're divinely designed and designed divinely and breath is what maintains and sustains us the food or what we know is food 
the pancakes, the waffles, the biscuits, the muffins, the bagels, the croissants, the French bread, the toast, the eggs, the cheese, the bacon, the sausage, the lunch meats, the hamburgers, the hot dogs, the pizzas, all of this stuff that we consistently eat day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. Is the root of all of the cancer and all of the illness. And some people would say they'd rather be sick. But then if you really don't mind being sick, then why go to the doctors? If you really don't mind being sick, then why take the medication? Why submit to the surgeries? If you really trust that they can go into your system, open your body up and take out organs and glands and this and that, and you function better without them. Why even bother? In our day and time, with so much truth and light and love, available to us so that we can live life of peace and poise and power and potency and prosperity. That we can infuse the reality of love in every fiber of our being to be in a place and space where we become radiant in it. To be able to outthink this. To see so clearly the way that creates harmony Everywhere that we go. Who is it that we choose to serve? And those who serve the forces of divisiveness do so at their own peril. Of course, they don't let you know that when you're applying. And because we've not asked for the light, a lot of times you have to learn the lessons after in hindsight. But when we've had insight and apply ourselves towards clearing the eye that dwells as the center of our being, that which perceives, that which is the real eye that allows us to actualize by harmonizing with the will of existence itself then we get a chance to have the consistent realizations and revelations and epiphanies and to see clearly the consequences of our choices this time that we're in is our time Particularly those of us who are in maturity. Getting clear about what we're living for. Getting clear that our lives are our gifts. Getting clear about the opportunity to truly honor and glorify the lineages that we represent. Really being in a place where it really matters to us. Allows us to transcend a lot of the chemical dependencies. The addictions. Recommitting and realigning, reorienting. 
reassessing. Being completely renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified in the light of the truth of the supreme intelligences that we each are is going to lead to a much greater possibility and destiny than continuing to anesthetize, inebriate, intoxicate, violate, disregard, disrespect, dishonor that creates so much discontent and dissatisfaction. So we can choose the glory and the power, the prosperity, the posterity, and to reap the benefit of the fulfillment of the promises of our eternal lives. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Night Watch on 89.3 FM, WR.